Hey, what's up, everybody? Today was really cool. I got the chance to sit down with Christina, uh, Christina Bucci from Bucci and Murray's. It's a beautiful restaurant in Hilton Head, South Carolina. Absolutely lovely indoor and outdoor bar and grill. A fantastic mixture of Italian and Irish cuisine. We really get a chance to dive into Christina as a person and as a business owner. You get her interesting takes as both of those roles. So I hope that you enjoy. Thanks for listening. I finally got her pinned down to a day because she is one of the busiest ladies that I know. But Christina Bucci, that is your last name, right? Cause it's, Chris, it's, it's Christina Bucci Murray. M- Bucci Murray. Okay. If you want to choose one, it would be Christina Bucci. Christina Bucci. Yeah. <laughs> Who is co-owner of Bucci and Murray's, a restaurant down here in Hilton Head Island. Absolutely gorgeous. Mm. We're here right next to the fire. And by that, I mean that we're in her office. <laughs> I am looking at the closed circuit TV cameras right now of her entire restaurant <laughs> over her head right now. <laughs> Are they all doing what they're supposed to be doing? <laughs> yeah, thank God for those. I'll tell you what. That has, awesome. saved, that has saved a lot of situations for real. So. Christina is one of the most multi-talented and hard-working people that I've ever met. Just as I was walking in, so just as a little background, as a little prefacing, last time I was here was probably about a week ago? Yeah. It was about here about a week exactly. ago. Exactly. And I, yeah, that's right. It was last yeah, Sunday. It was last Sunday. And I sat down and she was, she's in the back in this office that we're sitting in right now. And she was, she's working on busting out this schedule for our bartenders and servers. And so the owner is, is sitting there doing a manager's job. And she had just told me that what the night before you were singing, yep. you were managing, you were serving, tables, you were bussing tables, doing some dishes, all of it. Because we're so um, understaffed. Yeah. So and, was, and, and you're in every facet of it. You know, understand oh yeah. how every I've made week pizzas. of it works. I've, uh, yeah, I've done pretty much every position except for cooked behind the line or fried any foods. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. And if you can't pick it up from her voice, she's one of the most stunning and gorgeous Aww. women that you'd ever meet. Just absolutely amazing in every aspect. It's so amazing that right before we started this recording, a, a, an older gentleman came up to her to inform her how he had, how she had impacted he and his wife's life on their anniversary. On their anniversary. Tell, tell the story. You know, you were, I was standing. So I was standing and talking to some of the staff and, you know, this gentleman, I could see him from the corner of my eye, walks up and he says, um, somebody said, can we, can I help you? The hostess did. And he says, no, I'm actually waiting on, on her, but he didn't know my name, you know? And, uh, so then I finally finished up with those, those guys. And he says, Hey, I just wanted to let you know that one night we were sitting over at this place right outside. We used to live on, on a boat and, you know, we were under construction here building this place out for eight yeah. months. So I was missing my singing and entertaining. And my husband and I were sitting on our boat and watching the beautiful sunset. And he says, honey, why don't you put on some music and practice some of your new songs you've been learning? So I put up my Bose Tower and got on the back of the boat. And there's a restaurant very close to where I was singing. And these people can see you and hear you from the balcony. And it was their anniversary. So he's sharing with me saying... 
Christina, you were singing like a multitude of songs and you made our anniversary. It was like so clear as day, like we had our own private concert right there eating dinner on this beautiful balcony overlooking the harbor and seeing this beautiful sunset. And I said, oh man, thank you for sharing that because, you know, it's just things like that that you don't know that, you know, here I am doing my thing and here I'm touching all these different people's lives yeah. at the same time which was really cool to me it so. just goes to that the multi-talented aspect so bussing tables <laughs> including dishes right and then and then the not this is one way i think to confirm that you are an amazing singer is that on your boat on your own time having fun oh yeah singing you know just just in our home yeah, at, yeah in your that home. was our home for in two years home. exactly that you had an impact at that point from somebody that was just cruising by and affected their life. Was it? It was a year ago. They said it was exactly a, about a year, year ago. ago. Yeah. They had their anniversary, and he remembered. He was like, I, "There was this beautiful woman. I heard that they were buying this place, or that they were renovating this place, and they saw it was under construction." And he came up to find you. Like yeah. that level of impact is impressive. It was pretty cool. That's really yeah. cool. That, I love really stories cool. like that. I think it's really special that it's all about serving life and how you can change people's lives. And sometimes you're unaware of it. And sometimes you do it, you know, when you don't know, and sometimes you do it because of what you, you know, what, whatever your business, your, your choice of, um, work or, you know, whatever your, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, yeah, whatever your profession that you're choosing, you know, it's all about lifting lives and having fun and enjoying, you know, different people's, that's one of the things it just made me think and I, I don't want to go too far off on a tangent but I think about this whenever people are having conversations like if you're working currently in an office space and you're having a conversation with somebody just casually somebody you work with every day and you're having that that conversation you're going into a level of detail and a level of energy the impact that that conversation can have on people that you don't even you're not even aware are listening which is essentially what is exactly what happened in that song and so thinking about your impact on other people's lives that you aren't even aware of. And so many people walk around with a, a negative kind of energy. Like, I hate this. I hate that. I hate when my boss does that. Um, I hate when I can't get this done. And when you do that, it projects that out into the world. And then, I mean, it, it reflects right back at you. And so that's something that I see in you consistently is the, a positive energy in the face of... Many things that we'll get into here in just a second. That's mm-hmm. what I want to get into. When did when did you and Bob, your husband, the Murray to the, the Bucci Murray. and Murray, he's the Irish, I'm the Italian. <laughs> it's a beautiful, what a beautiful combination. Yeah. I love we it. We have a four leaf clover and a hot, a red hot pepper. So it's the Bucci and the Murray, and that's what makes hence the name Bucci and Murray's Pub in the Harbor with the hot. And I it's, always say to people, I'm the hot pepper, and he's the four leaf clover. You'll catch him yeah. at the bar, and I'll be on the stage. <laughs> That's awesome. It's fun. I love it. That's perfect. People love that. That is yeah. perfect. Um, when did you guys get, when did you first open? or dis- Let's we, back up a little bit further. When did you decide that owning and running your own restaurant was something you wanted to do? It was never something we wanted to do. Really? Like, I was owning a spa. He was retired from uh, United Technologies being the, he, he uh was a uh, he, co- he not co-owned it. He um, he ran a research lab. They built lasers, wow. so he did that for. It's a little bit of a shift. <laughs> but he was a silent owner in a restaurant, and I was a I was a manager of. Actually, this is interesting. So I 
I did get into food and beverage, obviously, when I was younger, sure. fresh out of high school. Yeah. Was working at TGI Fridays, gotcha. you know, learned. And that was probably one of the best places I could have ever gotten knowledge and experience because TGI Fridays, they're corporate. This is yes. family owned, right? Yes. So they're corporate and you have to know plate sizes, uh, fork sizes, the plate size, what food goes into each plate glasses which place they go on they had a whole set you know so a whole different gamut when, when they're looking at at restaurants across the nation and i'm sure probably across the globe like they're the restricting a certain portion of their plate to meat and say like like this third of the plate gets meat or whatever oh it's yeah. going to save them hundreds of thousands to millions of and dollars there were tests everybody <laughs> had to take and hostessing was probably you know, that was where I started was hosting. That was difficult because they had sections. And if you didn't, you know, uh, coordinate your servers and, and uh, rotate properly, oh, that was a big mess. You know, you get in yeah. trouble. So the hostess, people don't realize, but hostesses are one of the most important aspects of a restaurant because it's the, the per face. first person they see. Yeah. And the last person they see when they leave. That's that. You, you know, know what? So Thinking about it in my personal experience, that. that's absolutely true. Because I've walked in, and when you get that warm greeting right when you oh, walk yeah. in, it makes all the difference in the world. Like, For oh, sure. I'm already, I'm already in it. For I'm sure, welcome in. Yeah, it's so true. And I didn't know that actually then, but now I know that. Sure. Be, being an owner of a restaurant, you know, I just thought, oh, I'm just the, ho you know, people would be, like, oh, you're the hostess. Of the uh, hostess with the mostest type thing, right? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And I used to think it was like a crap job, kind of the lowest on the totem, uh, totem pole. Sure. But really, it was like one of the most impactful. impactful. Yeah, because you're the first person and you've got to delegate where these people are being seated and you've got to tell. Think about Yeah, that. tell it's, who's yeah. going to be, who's taking that table. So yeah. you're kind of the delegator. You're the uh, conductor yeah, of no, the floor. Yeah, absolutely. Believe it That's or not. A lot of responsibility. So when somebody s says host is like, oh, a hostess, it's really actually a very important role in a restaurant. You're and that, keying I think, up the rest of the experience. I think if, if saying this, you know, and for whoever people who listen to this, I think they'll be like, wow, you know, I never really even thought about that because it's so... And I, think about all the people that are going to go in a restaurant. I know, and they'll be like, I'm going to be like, a hostess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or even they're just going to go in as a customer yeah. and they're going to see the hostess and be like, you don't want to have, a, have like, a whole lot, <laughs> yeah. a lot more respect for them. Yeah. For sure. Um, but so we, um, we didn't, you know, I was running a spa. I was still working full time. He was retired. He lost his wife of 44 years. And, uh, you know, he, he, he wasn't really sure what was going on. I think he thought his life was ending because he had lost his wife and he was older, you know, and he's, he's older than I am. And I was, uh, I was never married. I'm now 51, but we met at 44 and we married at 47 and uh, I never thought I would marry. I was, yeah, I had sure. No, I had no Especially desire to marry. Especially at that really point, marry. that level of yeah. success you've had in your personal yeah, life. Yeah, I was like, very okay, comfortable just... being independent and yeah. just living my life. But so we got married, and we end up meeting some people. We would travel to Charleston a lot. Charleston's and I loved Charleston. And I used to always pass this restaurant. And it was this tiny little restaurant. And I said, 
you know, I've always wanted to go in there, but I didn't really want to do it while I was traveling alone. Yeah. Plus, I was always either on a convention or a mission or of something going to visit friends, and I just never did it. Yeah. So one day coming back to Hilton Head, I said, let's just stop in this little place. So we did. It was called La Fontana. And we stopped into the place, and we met the owner and became very friendly with him. And he was very Italian, you know, straight off the boat. Yep. His whole family still <laughs> over there. Super guy. And, not, um, not me. I'm not fresh off the boat Italian. No, I'm, I'm fresh off the, the heartland of Nebraska <laughs> Italian. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I'm the... Fresh off the Ohio Italian. <laughs> well, I'm actually, I'm actually Italian. I'm mostly Romanian, Italian, oh, okay. and uh, Cherokee Indian. Wow. So I, I'm a, a little bit of a mutt. Yeah. But my oh, no, last name's Bucci. So, you know, we went with that. With it, yeah. Yeah, we yeah, rolled I'm with the Italian. So, so, yeah, the Italian kind of sticks out in everyone's forefront. Sure. Yes. I mean, Bucci's sure. pretty Italian. Yep. So we... Uh, we said, you know what? We were just talking and meet up, meeting up with them periodically. And this this opportunity kind of fell into our laps. And we looked at it and we were questioning it. But we said, you know what? Let's go for it. Because I love people. I'm an yes. entertainer by yes. trade. You know, that's my passion. I'm a singer, dancer first, then singer. And I just love entertaining. So, you know, what better than you're always entertaining when you're in this industry because it's with people and you're giving them food and you can put a, a band or, a, you know, we built this stage. So what we did is we bought it from uh, a place that was called Little Venice and they had been here 40 some years. And this gentleman who owned it, Peter, was very well known locally in Hilton Head. And he did a great job with the restaurant, but he was, you know, ready to get out and retire. So we bought the restaurant. We literally left it pretty much the same. And opened it up as, you know, La Fontana, which okay. was the gentleman that we yeah. met in Charleston. Yeah. So we named it after some of his restaurants. Oh, cool. And then they ran it. We were pretty much just the money behind it. Got it. So then things, you know, would happen and, you know, different things. And we weren't real happy with the way things were being run. So we got a little bit more involved and we had to change things up and, you know, hire new, some new people, which is exactly what we did. And we said, you know what, we didn't really want to keep the name. So we said, well, we can't make it Murray's Italian Restaurant <laughs> or Cuisine. The ring it, there. It, it's <laughs> Irish. So we went with my, obviously, my Italian name. We said Bucci's Italian Cuisine. And that went for another, we've been open now, going into our fifth year. So we did that for about three years as a Bucci's Italian Cuisine. And people loved it. People yeah. love, love, loved it. So well, we How were, did your role change? So we were super busy in the summers. Yeah. And the fall and winter, it was desolate ghost town here. And yeah. I said, you know... It seems seasonal. Yeah, oh yeah. You would think. Yeah. And especially in this marina, you know, you're in a marina that <laughs> people are now, you know, people love this marina, but in the winter, the fall and the winter, if there's not something to truly bring them here, which yeah. there's five restaurants in here. I think we make, I think we were total of six. And they're all different venues, all different oh, concepts, amazing. you know. So they... They had some fine dining. They had some casual Mexican. They have a little Mediterranean, a little French, um, and fish, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So I said, you know, Bob, what do people love? And I said, you know, and we said, you know what people love? They love bars. They do. They love casual. They do. They love a great atmosphere, indoor, outdoor, dog-friendly, great food, and live entertainment, and sports. So we kind of created 
all of those things. Just beautiful hodgepodge. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. In one gamut. But he designed the bar. It's, it's, I'm taking pictures, there should be up, it's, it's gorgeous. He's amazing like that. He literally took, and the outside bar, years ago when we bought it, had, we didn't even realize this when we bought it, so they didn't have a bar. They literally, the guy who owned it, had four seated indoor bar in the restaurant's restaurant space. He had no bar. So we took the outside, which was, I don't even know, I think it's just like grass and maybe some sure. flowers. Yeah. So we didn't know when we were uh, doing the demolition and, and flattening out that piece of land that there was a massive tree stump that we had to have removed. And it was not something that was in part of what we were. So it was yeah. really interesting how all that occurred. So we removed it and he designed that whole bar outside. Then three, four, three Three years later, we designed the inside bar. We go through an eight-month renovation, and we decide, you know, we created this, and it was a long process, but it was well worth the wait. Well, what was the going into that? So you you obviously identified the need for a change. Oh, was yeah. That, was, that, was that renovation? You had already been running three years as Bucci's, correct? Like you had already made the transition half, yeah. from the previous, your initial entry. Mm-hmm. Two Bucci's uh-huh. specifically. So what what queued up the change for the big eight month renovation? That's when I that's when well, I we was... didn't know it was gonna be eight months. We thought uh. literally we would go into construction. We shut down literally New Year's Eve was our last day open as Bucci's okay. Italian cuisine okay. of seventeen. And that was planned specifically like, did you guys choose yep. that time? Yep. We said, okay, that? we're going to go under renovation. We were going to actually even keep some of the employees on. Yeah. But we knew we, you know, just a few and keep them on and, and can continue to work yeah. and create this, this new place. And we said, okay, we'll be in construction till about April, May max. So ended up being April 16th, whatever it was. And then we were like, nope. And so I said to Bob, I go, I'm going to make you a bet. I said, I, I, he kept saying, you know, nope, just one more month. I go, I'm going to bet you we are not open till August the 20th. I don't know why that number falls into my head, Bob, but I'm going to tell you August 20th is my designated time. And he goes, nope, guarantee it's going to be May sometime. I said, May what? So we had like this he's, bet going. He's, he's hopeful. Yeah. He's got, he's, and he's, no, but he's so funny. <laughs> yeah. So we had this bet. I don't even remember what we bet, but whatever it was, I won. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it was August 23rd. Really? When we opened the oh doors. Oh, my God. And that wasn't even our grand opening. We just opened just to say we're open and That's get our right. feet wet. That's right. You and then we had like a grand a, opening like a October, opening. Yeah, right sure. around his birthday, October 7th, 8th, somewhere around there. So we, we had a break because Christina had to, you know, run a restaurant. So <laughs> <laughs> People are knocking on the door. What? I'm not here. I've left. So but then she comes in and she pulls up on her computer. Like, she's choosing on her own to learn how to master all the little intricacies. The same way that you did for all of the individual roles of actually working at a restaurant. There's the whole other aspect of owning, which includes... This is... So from... All the conversations I've had and all the people I've talked to and listened to, it seems like whatever business you're in, 
you're in that business almost second to the business of marketing that business. So it's like, yeah, sure, I'm in the food industry, but I'm really, I have to, as the owner, I have to be in the mark, the business of marketing food in order to really reap the success. Mm-hmm. And so that's, it's like a whole other job that you have to have. And, and then with all the other things, uh, keeping a website up and running, having all the, all the, all the social media, yeah, all the, all the emails out, email, uh, you know, uh, e- e-blasts, uh, plus we have three associations we have to deal with here in this community. So it's not just one landlord. We have three different communities. The people who live above us, so there's apartments oh, above us. wow. Yeah, oh people live gosh. above the restaurant. Oh, that has to be chaotic. Yeah, it is. It can be, yeah, for sure. So, um, but the one, you know, I think the, the interesting thing when we bought this is we were not hands-on. We were right. the money behind it. Yeah. And to... Put it blunt, we got robbed. And then we said, okay, that's not going to work for us. Obviously, you're in business to make money, not to be an ATM machine. Absolutely. It's it's supposed to be an investment. That's why we revamped, and then it continued to happen. So it was interesting because my husband got very sick, and I had to be like a full-time nurse. I was running the rest. We were trying to run the restaurant, be a full-time nurse, have his health, get, keep him, you know, healthy and get him healthy and back into shape where we could actually travel and do some things together because Absolutely. he got very, very sick and at a, a, a very unfortunate situation. Um, so until, you know, when you have people running your business and your managers and people you've hired and people you want to trust and hope that they're doing the right thing. It wasn't until everything happens, you know, for reasons. And it wasn't until we shut it down, gutted it, everybody lost their jobs. So it wasn't just a structural gutting. It was, it was a, a personnel gutting. It was everything. It was a rebirthing. Yeah. That's, that <laughs> you is know, perfect. Absolutely. Truly. And the best thing I can say to it, it, if, you know, anybody in business who I'm sure already may know this and may not, people who are, you know, just getting into it may not know this, but the one thing is, is that if you're going to have a business and you want to make money, I realize now the best thing I could have ever done was learn this five years ago, hands-on, 100%, and never put your entire trust into somebody else, hoping that you can trust them and that they'll do the job that you want them to do. Because until you know it, and until you're the, the person teaching them and showing them, it will never get done the way that you want it to. So you have to be in in control of basically your destiny. Sure. So, um you know, now it's, it's, it's even happened to where we hired more managers in the beginning here and we were placing them and, and hoping that, and then I thought, you know, I still want to know more about my business. Well, it happened authentically, which was, um, I had three managers walk on us within a week to two of each other. And it demanded me to be here and it demanded me to learn everything quickly. And I do have to say those people that were here that we hired, they contributed to us phenomenally. And I'm so grateful for every, each and every one of those people that actually were here and put things into place because they put the foundation for us. And once they walked, 
I had everything that I needed to go, okay, I've got this. I can do this. And I, we both, both Bob and I, not just I, but Bob and I came in here. We've been here. We will work sometimes up to close to 100 hours a week, not at the restaurant, but also at home when we're in bed, you know, returning messages to staff the place. Because one of the hardest things in the food and beverage industry today, and you can ask any owner or manager of a restaurant today is staffing, getting the proper staff and getting enough staff. Oh, 100%. That's, that was one of the thoughts that I had coming in to this interview was, you know, the one of the biggest problems in this industry is how do you get good people and how do you keep good people? Because it's so transient. People just come and go. They're not tied to it. You know, there's... There's a bunch of different locations that and, and job opportunities that are going to be able to provide them with similar benefits and similar pay and everything. And so it's it's interesting how how does a business owner approach that problem set? You know, of and I mean, you ran into it. You saw you had three managers walk, and I think just one of one of the things that I've picked up from everyone that I've talked to so far is that you, there are things you can control and there are things you can't control. Yeah. And, and you identify, you're going through your list of priorities and you see like, okay, uh, the, these are the negative things that are happening. Do I have control of that? I, I cannot control these three people walking out. But I can control how much effort I'm putting into it personally. And at that point, you're kind of leveraged to, to do so. <laughs> so... Yeah. You know, even when they were in here, um, I just felt also like like I couldn't just walk away and be away. I felt like I still needed to be there. Even though I had two managers and a floor supervisor, I still had to be up on top of everything all the time. Um, I didn't feel like I could just walk away and be like, oh, they got this, you know. Sure. So there was still a lot of stresses, even though they were here and we were paying them. Um, it wasn't, it, it, my gut was telling me this still, you know, isn't completely where it needs to be. So for whatever reason, I, I don't think I was totally aware of it at the time because I was actually, I had gotten sick for about two weeks. I think everything kind of came down on my head after, you know, living on the boat, my husband being sick, being his full-time nurse. I think everything just cut. And my dog. Okay. My dog, Roxy, who I had for 14 That's years. That's the same name of my first dog. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. I had to put her down. Oh, no. And it was the worst day, one of the worst days of my life. I was just like, and emotionally, I crumbled. I folded. That was my girl of 14 years. She was 98, and uh, that just what crushed kind of dog me. Was she? So, you know, huh? What she was, of- you know. Everybody asked. They thought she was a Rhodesian Ridgeback, but I think she was actually a Carolina Dingo. She was the cutest damn thing. But she had a black face when she was young, and she was white as, white as a, white as... The undriven snow. The Indian. (laughs) What do you call it? White face. I used to call her white face. (laughs) So cute. And um, one of my friends just sent me a picture of her when she was younger, and I, I was like, 
dumbfounded at how black her face was at one time. I didn't even remember. Incredible. It was incredible. Um, I'll, I'll share a picture with you when we're off sure. off this. But um, so yeah, I just got interrupted again to, <laughs> yeah, of, of different things. But um, where was I? So yeah, yeah. Was, so Roxy had passed. And, yeah, and but I wanted so you were coming back. What? How did? How did you respond after that? You know. Well, you, you know, I, I was coming back slowly and I was enjoying the time off. And so just and then to I was, me, bring I me was back into the time frame, when did this happen? Just literally a month ago. This, this was actually oh a goodness. month ago when the three managers walked. So I was forced to come back to work immediately. And it was very interesting because I didn't realize how, you know, I did know there was a lot of you know, in any business and in certain businesses, there's a lot of drama and, yes. you know, gossip. And, and in this industry, as I think we're all aware of, and maybe maybe we are, maybe we aren't, um, food and beverage tends to be, you know, they live paycheck to paycheck. Yes. They love to 100%. party. Yes. They love to go out. And there's Priorities nothing wrong with Priorities are not that. geared no. towards yeah. the work that they're doing. No. It's, I mean, a, it's, it's a means to get their paycheck. I've done Absolutely. it. I worked oh, at a restaurant. Yeah, right? We've all been there. I'm not saying anything derogatory. No, toward sure, it. no. But it's but it's a reality that the owner has to face, mm-hmm. and and that that's part of the the whole reason that I'm having these conversations with everyone. I've talked to you about this, you know, offline. But just to continue to reiterate to those listening is to highlight the risk, the inherent risk in any endeavor that you're doing when you're when you are. Self-employed is is one level of increased risk from being employed by somebody else. It is a whole nother level when you're self-employed and you're employing other people underneath of you and you're relying on them to perform and their performance has a direct impact on your livelihood. And so, because it's not, it's the other way around to a certain extent. If the business owner goes out of business, sure. The waitress loses her job, right. but she goes across the street and she applies for a waitress job right. next door. Right. And the, so the risk is inherently much lower, whereas there are hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars that are being invested by these people that want to run and operate their own businesses. And so that that's what that's the world that you're in. And, and the then, staff doesn't know that part of it. And, and, and they yeah. don't. It's rare that it seems that people want to take that moment. To really consider what it is that you have on the line. Sure. They're, they're very wrapped up. And I don't expect them to, you yeah, know. Yeah, everyone's I wrapped would, up in their own self-interest. Reality, yeah, in their own you know? reality, yeah, of course. And yeah, it's in your self-interest that, to bring good people in. And it just so happened that three of these interpersonal, three of these managers, that there were interpersonal relationships that, that went, it all went sideways and, and three walked simultaneously. Yeah, and I just so enjoyed them when they were here. But then I realized once they were gone, I was like... You know, it was a lot, but I was dealing, you know, with with it the best that I knew how at the time. That's what you can do. And could. But once they were gone, then is then and only then was when I realized, wow, this is where we're supposed to be. Like, this is exactly what was supposed to happen. Amazing. There was no, oh my God, you know, what, what, what happened, sure. you know. Um, maybe for a split second, you know, yeah. in the very beginning, like, holy crap you know here we are and this is okay i, I got this and then you made the choice to i've take... always been a survivor you yeah know, somebody who will figure it out even i and thank god for google 
<laughs> seriously. Thanks, Google. Seriously, it's yeah. amazing. You but can like Google even pretty much everything e- and anything. Even without that, your personality type, like that, those are the ones that seem to succeed. It's the yeah. ones that take positive action. You didn't just sit back and wrap yourself up in the woes of the situation. You no. Know? You and rose. I and, and you know, there was still all kinds of gossip and drama and stuff. And I said, Y'all, I don't have time for that. I'm yeah. I'm creating and Thank you for sharing, and sure. I appreciate all that. But I've got, you know, I want to keep. Let's move. Let's create. I don't want to go back. I want. I want to create. Let's create. Let's That's create. If, whoever wants to stay and create with uh, with us, we we invite that. Whoever doesn't, I understand that too. It's time for you to and move on. That was on. it. Yeah. yeah, but I didn't even say that. I, they just yeah, heard no, it. Sure. Yeah, you know. Well, and that's the when you create that energy, whether it be in a friendship or in a family or in a business. Like that, it, it's going to draw similar. So it's the same thing we were talking about with like negative people earlier and, and that negative kind of action. When you, if you're negative and that's the type of business owner that you have, that you're you're running actions through negative responses to things, you're going to continually keep that kind of people and that kind of energy around you. For sure. And so you don't do that. You you decided that in the face of this heightened stressful moment. Where it'd be super easy to break down and just and, and lash out at people that you focused. Well, there were times when they when when you get around a lot of that. I did find myself getting sucked into it the is. vortex. It's magnetic. Yeah, it the was negative magnetic. and the positive, and are, it was are so magnetic. interesting. Now stepping out of it, you know, now that when they walked, or and I'm not just saying they, but sure, just when that energy. Was no no longer it, there. Yeah, it, I, it was amazing to me what I actually saw and what I was aware of. Um, what did you see? What I was aware of. Yeah. What I was aware of was like, wow! I didn't realize how you know chaotic and dramatic it all became. It just became. And kind of I warm. became. Wow. Yeah, like I was seeing myself, like I was feeding off of what they were putting out there. And these and are people, these aren't just employees. It was a learning lesson. Yeah, these are these are people le- you put in positions of trust. Yeah, and but so, it was a big learning lesson for me. Yeah. And, I'm, you know, I hope that the next time something like that occurs that I can catch myself before it gets, I think because I did learn so much from it, I don't know if I'll ever allow that to occur again. In yeah. the in this industry where people are drinking and there's alcohol yes. involved, yes. there can be a lot. a lot of dark sides to things. Yeah, you know the darkness. If that's the word we want to use here, sure. there is darkness with it. You know, people Absolutely. can get really nasty and ugly the more they drink. So, in the restaurant industry or food and beverage industry, you're going to have people who are sitting at the bar for long moments in time yes. and things occur when there's alcohol in the system, as we all know, because yep. we've all been there. There's not one of us I that has have. not. <laughs> and if we say we haven't, we are lying. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's it, to... For sure. <laughs> anybody that, that partakes in alcohol, which I would say the majority of, of us good Americans do. And by the way, yes, cheers. Cheers. Christina made me Plank. this, had this amazing drink made for me. And I had a to, lemon to, drop martini by Miss mm. Emily. Thank you, Emily. Gorgeous, Emily. Amazing, <laughs> amazing. I met her. I met. I've met a lot of your yeah. staff. And the thing is, the the really cool part for me as this kind of like passerby guy, these people are like, 
I've seen Christine, like, uh, I forget who his name was. One of you, what, I think he was like a pizza guy. Is, is Jonathan? Jonathan. Jonathan yeah. was like, he came up to me and he was like, hey, I've seen Christina introducing you to people. Like, it, it was, it was introducing cool. Introducing what? Introducing me to, to other staff. Yeah. And so, it, like, he recognizes Christina's a big deal. And oh, it's like he made. I think he thought you were a new employee. Like he, what's he his made, position? And I wonder. I, I was curious about that. I was like, I wonder if they're like. They're well, like I wonder if he's jokingly. Being, I he's always being, say you're my boyfriend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's true. I'm like, this is in my every boyfriend. engagement I've had, yep, I'm Christina's yeah. boyfriend. I'm her side piece. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of fun to see people's reactions, it is, right? It is. No, it's it's a blast. I love, I love it. I love it. It's I great. Too. I have so much fun. <laughs> um, but like the all of the employees that I've had the chance of just even those quick short interactions with they're all just their smiles and it's not that that kind of placid or that that fake you know short like oh i'm gonna see you for three seconds smile it's like like they're they're invested in what they're doing even yeah. if it's just like i'm gonna do a really good job of mixing this drink like i'm gonna mix like yeah. it's like it's like there's a smile on the face and the energy in here i'll tell you i walked up today when i came up to show up for this interview I, I came walking in to the restaurant, I came into the side, and I heard out the back, Sweet Caroline, oh. Neil Diamond. Oh. Is that just, what we were singing? Oh my My gosh. husband's favorite. Yep. So that's our, oh. you know, because we're New England bar. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So Bob's out there. He Did was. Did you see him? He Did you was, get any videos? Like, it's just straight, like, barely. Oh I couldn't even God. see his eyes. He was so, like, the smile. I was trying to tell him. Matt just arrived yeah, and we're doing yeah. the interview, and he's sitting there singing. He could Sweet Caroline. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. I was like, baby, I've got this interview with Matt. He's like, <laughs> he goes, honey, you've got this. You do it. Okay. Like, All right. And Bob is absolutely amazing. Last week when I was here, I had the chance to, to talk with Bob and, and spend some time just kind of talking a little bit of shop, talking a little bit of business, and it was it was absolutely incredible. That was actually when I met Damien. Damien Fontaine came up, and I'd found I realized that he was the one that was staying with Christina and Bob, and I talked to him about his his business and what he does, and then he agreed to sit down and and chat with me that day. And that's uh. That's that's how I got that's how I got that Damien Fontaine interview that amazing Frank Sinatra performer. I I so I saw this so so I just I dropped this on the ground uh, Where was that? a couple of seconds ago. I pulled it out. Oh, you, you, you did. Had, you Those are bobs. Yep. yep. So there's this there's this hope box here. Pop open mm-hmm. cards, each with a different message inside. And so Christina was out putting out Aww, one of the many fires like of the evening, and I was like, "What is this?" I pulled it out, and it's this nice little card that comes out. It says "Hope" on it. It says "Pop open here." You open it up, and this one says, give thanks for unknown blessings already on their way. So it's a Native cool. American saying. And I, and when I saw it, I was like, how aptly timed so is cool. this message oh for God. me to see and to be able to relay to Christina? Awesome. Yeah, I saw you just drop it yeah, on the and floor. It just I, was dropped, like, it was like, I was like, how did you get that like, there? Like the, the universe <laughs> came in and was like, no, don't forget, you wanted to show Christina this. Uh, and, I was like, and, and I was like, it's so, it's so incredibly perfect. So I loved neat. it. Thank you for that. But yeah, so Bob's not here with us today, but I he did. He was just at the door. Was he really? Yeah. But <laughs> he's, I think he's... he had a little bit to drink. So I said, <laughs> I go, honey, like, I go, remember in Sweet Caroline, you told me to do the interview. We're still in the middle. We're and still... he's like, what? Wait, what interview are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Who's back there? It's my boyfriend. It's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> remember, boyfriend Matt? Yeah. We're in here together. He was young. Oh, God, he's so funny. 
So, okay, so you you had gone through this this dramatic experience with some of your personnel. And I know that you were going through a stressful time recently with personnel. And with, so, and with my emotional stuff with yeah, the dog. Absolutely. And yeah, absolutely. So as and my personal life with my husband, yeah, all of it. Oh, yeah, no, all, and that's a, and that's 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 the thing too is that what I want to highlight and I think that's a that's a great thing to point out is that when we start talking like economics and you hear political leaders start discussing business owners and people that make a certain amount of money, we start disassociating these people from emotions and reality and families. So I know Christina, I've, I've spent time with her way before we ever talked about doing an interview about anything. And I got to know her and her husband. They're just amazing people. And they've gone through hell and back. You know, and then back to hell and back again. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's incredible, but the resilience, that's one of the things that, that is outstanding, that stands out as an outstanding feature of anybody that's been successful in owning and operating their own business is that not just their resilience and their ability to make decisions under fire in their, in the business world, but also in their personal lives. So you've run into, are there any things that you would care to share that you like obstacles that you've overcome in that side that may have affected you in the biz in in your professional life that are happening in your personal life. And like, just how do you, I guess really more pertinently, how do you balance that? How do you balance all of these? Because everything that you deal with is significant. Like, there's the cool. you're not in any small endeavors. So how do you balance like these priorities of efforts like all across your life? You mean my personal, my yeah, business, you, exactly. my marriage? Yes. Um, I'm not sure it's balanced. <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, no, you know, like each day, each moment, each 10 seconds yeah. is a different minute and, and second and whatever. Um, I just, uh, I rise above it. You know, I don't know. I, I That's a good question. Let me think about that for a second. Um, I don't think about, I don't typically like to try to think about things. I like to try to create things, you know, instead of going, oh my, instead of looking at the problem, I look for the solution or I ask a question. I, you know, I say like, oh, okay. All right. How can this turn out any better than I would ever imagine? Or, how can I make a difference here? Or what is right about this I'm not getting? Or what's wrong about this I'm not getting? You know, things like that. But I have to, I have to just say for a moment, you know, I've done a lot of studies with, um, different types of modalities in life. And, um, I found this amazing thing called access consciousness. So it has been a true blessing for me and it's given me some tools that, had I not had them prior to this restaurant and stuff, I'm not sure I would still be opened as a, as a business owner of a restaurant had I not had the tools of access consciousness. So if anyone is curious about a little that, bit more just, about yeah. that, um, I did an interview with Siri Sorivas that you can check out. Um, she, she dives into that a little bit, uh, but... I think that that's an amazing thing because it's it's about finding the tool that works for you. Yeah. You know? And so you found 
it worked for me. Exactly. And I went with it. It doesn't work for everybody, and I wouldn't recommend it for everybody, but those who those who require it will find it. I, I think that it's something that I'm trying to like premise it in a way that like if you are this then you should check it out. I just really you know what, check it out. No, I just say to anybody, it just Google it. You just know, Google if, it. If, and and Re- as soon as, as as soon as you say that word, there's going to be a click. You know the light bulb yeah. effect that we've yeah, all had. Sure. Like, ding, the light goes on. That will happen. Like people could hear this. Thousands, hundreds of thousands, of millions, and billions of people may hear this, and there's going to be so many people that will go, oh, and they'll hear access consciousness. Yep. There'll be other people that won't even hear that word. No, yep, you know, okay. that's, that you is mean? really, that's so, really cool that you pick up on that because yeah, that's sure. absolutely true. Because it's for some reason. Me. Yeah, me yeah. too. Me yeah. too, 100%. So, 100%. So it's amazing. That's I think that's fantastic that you found, it's like, what, what awesome timing to have found that. When did that come into your life? Let me just ask. What, that. access? Yeah. Um, actually a dear friend of mine, actually an ex-boyfriend of mine, um, got involved with it because he had had a wife of his, he was married and his wife committed suicide. Oh my goodness. And so we dated for about two years, but after we dated, he met this, this amazing woman. He had three children with her and she committed suicide and left him with three children. So we obviously were not together, but we would keep in touch periodically. And I remember him reaching out to me saying something about it. And I was like, cool, you know, and I wasn't like, like I just took it with a grain of salt. And then as I was continuing to evolve and go through my stuff, and my living and yep, my whatever life. it was. Yeah. yeah. I just remember, you know, he lived in, he, he had a practice in Bluffton. And I swear to God, my husband and I, or my boyfriend at the time, but now my husband, I would be driving by his his business. Yeah. And I swear this was like this magnet pull. I was like, what? <laughs> I swear. It was like I was driving. I'd be like, I got to go see him. Like, yeah. I would just feel this magnet. Sure. If that's the best description I can yeah. say to you is a magnet drawing yeah. me to go in. So finally, one day I stopped him. He's like, hey, oh my God, you know, blah, blah, blah. We hug. He's like, there's this, um, uh, he had this like uh, class or uh, I forget what he called it. He goes, oh, he says, you got to come to this thing. I'm, we've got this uh, bars class, you know, something like that. And I was like, oh, what's that all about? And he gave me a brochure and I said, cool, I'll check into it. I'll look it up online and I'll get back to you. So I checked it out. And I showed up when it was right for me. Yeah. You know, it's 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 what's right for people. You yep. can't you can't force anything. But it's the, just the cool thing about this that I think is important is that one, you took action. Yeah. And two For me. You were open minded. Uh-huh. Right? Like so you didn't you didn't go in with and maybe you did maybe you did have preconceived notions of what was going to occur. No. But regardless of I had yeah. no clue. I was like, do I really want to go? Yeah, there? what's, you know, what's I about to happen? Up and I was nervous, and I was like, Ugh, what am I doing? And there was there was a, a negative pull and a positive pull. I was going yeah, like this. I was sure. teetering, like that teeter-totter. But I went, you know, and then I fell out for a while, and I, I, I just had gone in my own pace. And I don't I don't beat myself up about that anymore. Like, in the beginning, I was That's like, good. oh, yeah. In the beginning, I was like, you need to be there. And I was like, no, why? If you want to be there, be there. If you don't, don't go. It's that simple. That's amazing. Nobody's judging you. And if they are, doesn't matter anyway. Well, it's us. 
it's it's ourselves, right? right. Like that's like the worst judge. Like that's oh, the person at the end. We're the only ones that judge ourselves the worst. Yeah, we're we're, we're really good at it too. And the worst we're judgment really that could ever occur is on yourself. Yeah. This is okay. So check this out. So this is my my new way of going through life. I said, okay, I receive judgments now. You know why? Because if I receive a judgment. I'm $5,000 richer. Work that one out for me. And so, if I yeah. judge myself, I'm 10000 in the hole. So mm. I, I receive judgments today. So if somebody wants to judge me, I'm like, hey, that's only bring, that's only making me greater. Yeah. That's only... So like it, because, that. because judgment is such a, a thing in this world, we all judge in politics. I mean, yeah. that that's the biggest judgment I... I Sorry, but that that's there's a lot of judgment there, right? No, absolutely. So <laughs> I say like I will receive judgments because I'm a richer person. I feel better. I yeah. will receive that. But as soon as Christina or Matt or Bob or anybody judges themselves, you're negating who you are. The, you know, you're if you want to look at it as God a Muslim, Buddha, whatever your belief system is, it is, when you judge yourself, that is the worst thing you could do to thyself. Receiving it, by all means, receive it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank... Somebody got it, thank God. Well done, the employees are on point. Yeah, Sierra! (laughs) Sierra Davis! She's on it! I think that's great. So I heard I heard this expression, and I it was one of those just like you said. Some people will hear access consciousness, and they'll and they'll, they'll jump on. Uh, and it'll just click for them. I heard this expression, and it it's very relevant to what you just said. So it's it's haters always swing up. So that so if somebody's if somebody is projecting hate onto you, it's because they're they're very rarely or ever. Will that person be doing better than you? Right? So, like, it's, it's, there's not somebody that's, that's owning a restaurant down the street that's killing it ten times at the level you guys are. That's like, I'm gonna talk some mad shit on Bucci and Murray's. Like, they they're don't actually contributing. They're, yeah, they're on, they're, <laughs> they're on, they're on their own game. They're paying right. attention to themselves. They're not paying attention to their, the, the people that are, not on their level of business. So the people that are that are hating and are projecting those judgments They're, are already not performing at the level that you're performing at. Or they're just contributing to our business by bringing think, up our name. That's yeah, just well, I, so, well, I see, I see it as both. It's just an asset. I yeah. see it as both, as both right. of those things. So you, you yeah, want to contribute cool. to me. That's cool, yeah. And, and like, it's just it's just a way... I think it's, it's kind of a, a mental game that you can play just when... As you're starting, this isn't as applicable to you because you're not just starting to receive success. You've been successful in many things for a long period of time. And so you've already managed to find ways to, to deal with this. But for people that are coming up, I, I just I want them to consider that, that once you start becoming successful, and this will come from people that you know and love, and they're going to hate on you. And, and it may come from a loving place, or it may not, but the re- regardless is that... They're they're not doing as well. They're not as successful as you. Like it, it's just you like don't you don't see day, more successful people. Doing you know, it. just to to reiterate on that or to talk more about that. Sure. I think each day is is a more successful day 
for us because I'm always learning. I learn from our staff. They learn from us. You know, it's never a destination. It's a journey that you always go through in life. Like I don't at all feel like I'm there, you know, like I'm still learning. And that's, that's why I love living, you know, because each day is a different day. Like yesterday, um, what is today? Sunday. So Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. So here I was working how many weeks now since they, since the managers had, you know, decided to go elsewhere. And I was like, Oh wow. What's, what's occurring here? What, what happened that I was, what was, what was I not getting about this? You know, I had Mm -hmm. to ask the questions. I was like, okay, what was I missing here? This, this oh is going. God. This is the way that I, I want. I prefer these to go. We got music going. There's live music outside. There's music in here. We got Listen a little up. Freddie Mercury in the house. Fred, Freddie's here. <laughs> Freddie's with us. I love Freddie. He's one of my faves. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, like, what I'm a brilliant super talent. Seriously. Bummed. I can't believe I still haven't seen the movie. Oh God. I've heard nothing but Let me tell rave you reviews. Let me tell you something. Like I fell in love with A Star Is Born, with all the music, because I am a musician. I'm an entertainer. When I saw that movie, um, I was just like, oh, my God, they're going to win the Oscar. And then we saw this movie. Everybody says, you got to see Bohemian Rhapsody. And I was like, oh, my God, Freddie Mercury. Especially you. You My husband introduced me to Freddie Mercury. Really? I knew Queen. Sure. But I didn't know Freddie. Yeah. The way my husband did. When we first started dating, just hanging out, whatever, he would put on a... DVD. Yeah. I don't know. Is that what they were called? <laughs> Not a DVD, but what's the, the cassette? V, the VHS. Tapes? Yeah, yeah, something yep. really old. <laughs> <laughs> and we would watch him, and I was like, "Wow!" You know, I was I was impressed, but until I evolved and became more mature and sure. and started studying more about music, I would watch him, and I would go, "God, this man is like incredibly." gifted and talented in just in so many ways like he was just so authentic he was so authentic that's exactly there was nothing like you know how judgment going back to judgment there was none of that with this man no there was was, none of that 100% oh and I love that like that's who I'm becoming and and strive to be now when you're younger you have all these inhibitions of like oh I I you know, I got to fit in and, yep. you, you know, all that stuff that the yep. peer pressure and the stuff yeah. growing up does to you. And really, if we could just all be ourselves and not give a shit, not have a judgment or not have a, a accusation or a, a comment or a good or bad or evil or whatever and accept it all. That's what this man was all about. Yes, yeah. he did go through his trials and tribs and his. Uh, oh, of course. His, um, what, what you, Nobody what you that gets to manager. that level of success oh goes there without, you know, just going through hell and just like going through those trials and tribulations. I tell my kids that all the time. Actually, I just got a message from my daughter. She's like, "Good night." Oh, <laughs> she's, so she's so sweet. Well, you can't know the good unless you've had the evil. So yeah. that's the polarity. there's a growing part of it. There right? is always a. Pl- Oh my God, everything has a polarity. If you're going to be at excellence all the time, you have to know defeat. If you're going to be at um, Queen B, you have to know deceit. 
Yeah. If you're going to be at greatness, you have to know evil because there, those are the polarities. We've all, if we believe in the fact that we've all been everywhere before, like if we believe in other lifetimes and other dimensions and realities and all of that, we've all been there. We don't remember it, but we've all done it all. But we're here today in this reality to judge and to be and to say things and this and that. But if we could all just like be open to all of that and just go and just take our lives, ourselves and say, you know what? The only thing that really, really matters right now is me being the CEO of my existence. Wow, that was a great, great conversation. We went so many different directions, and it was absolutely wonderful. I really think that Christina embodies what it takes, the grit and the fortitude to stick through managing and owning and running a restaurant. It is a tall order. Holy moly. One of the most difficult industries to to stick it out and survive and the crazy part is it's not even required it's not it's not for their livelihood which really lets you know that this is her passion they could survive easily not even survive thrive easily outside of this and bob and christina both choose this every day and the food and quality of service that they provide is absolutely amazing. I love this place. Every time I come up to Hilton Head, I want to swing by and, and grab some of their food and just hang out and talk. Their live music is amazing. And all of this takes constant effort. And she's got to bring it all the time. She's managing everything, especially in between managers. And that's that's another thing about the restaurant industry is that it's filled generally speaking with low skilled employees and when you're dealing with that type of population then you're going to deal with a high turnover rate and she does and then she fills in the roles doing everything from washing dishes to to managing the schedules and making sure payroll gets you know distributed and it's just it's phenomenal she's such a great person i'm so grateful for her so to you all of my great lovely loyal listeners i truly appreciate you gratitude is beyond beyond belief beyond description thank you for continuing to come back and checking out the show it's it's so much fun for me to do and i really hope that it is providing that value um feel free you know reach out connect with me um if there's people that you know that you would like me to talk to i'm open to it you know i'll i'll, I'll field some uh, some prelim- preliminary interviews and see if they're a good fit for the show and if they're going to provide the type of quality that i want to provide to everybody then yeah let's make that happen um i'm out there on social media you can check out uh facebook burn your boats has got a fan page uh burn your and yeah so i hope you enjoyed thank you so much be back again next week for the next for the next episode until then stay grateful stay loving Talk to you guys later.